Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How's it going? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what, what, what seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the, in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? We ate two feet before we nursed. Delicious Liberty's shit feast. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. All right, just like that, we're in the second hour. Welcome in. It's the Barbecue Central Show. If you missed the first hour, don't worry. We're diligently recording. It will be up at about 11.50. Well, we'll post at 11.55 tonight. Probably won't actually hit the feed until any number of hours. So, you know, if you are an insomniac or you routinely get up at 3 a.m., it'll be ready to go. I'll be listening to it at 5 a.m. as I get in my run. I always listen back to the show, not just for downloads. Constantly evaluate. This is a show that talks about live fire stuff. You can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, The Snappy Snaps, slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook, where you can also find a video stream of this show. Now, my processor has been running hot all night. What the hell? I have nothing running more than I would normally. Perhaps even less, now that I think about it. Do I have less stuff running? Let me look. Yes. Less stuff. And I am running hot. That's that's concerning. God, I hate that. Being on the verge of being a nerd is very dangerous. I don't suggest it. Still to come on the show tonight, Noah Glanville of Pit Barrel Cooker. Joining me from their home office in Louisville, Kentucky. It is one of a... It's a show that I certainly, or a show, it's a city that I certainly don't mind going to. I don't know if I would say it's my, one of my favorite cities. Certainly some of my favorite people in the world are there. The Glanvilles and the Marquarts. Shout out to Drew and the gang. Bardstown Road, Bristol Inn. Oh, anybody been to the Bristol? Love it my jam back in the day so those are two of my favorite families in louisville kentucky so we'll catch up with noah here in just a little bit coming up on the best moments of the barbecue central show in 10 minutes or less this friday episode 125 taking it all the way back to may 24th of 2011 that's right 2011 we're running it back ever wonder what it takes to make a barbecue TV show. Remember those? Yes. Barbecue TV shows. You don't really see those a lot anymore. Welcome to the show. View to a Grill is in. Wow. Great to have you. Yep. Back in the golden age of barbecue, we had these little things called TV shows that were on. And boy, did they do a service for hyping up barbecue in general. Got a lot of people 
jazzed up about competition barbecue. The corresponding sanctioning bodies saw a influx or insurgence of interested parties because we've said any number of times here on this show, you don't have to be a world-class athlete to be the best barbecuer, right? You don't have to. You can be all day long and be the best. In fact, some of the best barbecuers in the world are outrageously, outrageously. On the complete opposite side of the coin, some of the best barbecuers in the world are not. I said are not. Andrew, you are not fat. You're not fat. So it takes or it can take all kinds. The very skinny, the medium, and the fat can all be the best barbecuers out there on the competition circuit. Plus, any Tom, Dick, and Harry can roll up to a barbecue contest. And maybe you're some kind of a stalker or fan person, and you've just been dying to get into a competition that this pitmaster or that pitmaster is going to be at, and you can literally put your barbecue up against the best in the country at that point in time. You can't do that in anything else. Very endearing qualities. But much like the Backyard Barbecue Show says, Jason King, there appears... Or all the money has run out for barbecue. I've diverged incredibly. Let me steer this back on track. So back in the golden age of barbecue, there were TV shows. Not a lot of TV shows. But every year, you could count on John Marcus bringing some kind of TV show to the landscape. And it finally landed for quite a number of years as Barbecue Pitmasters. Now, the Barbecue Pitmasters franchise ebbed and flowed on how the actual format was, and we could certainly sit here and argue that that first year, and I don't even qualify that first year where they followed around Myron and Harry Sue and Tuffy Stone, Leanne Whippin, blah, blah, blah. You know, that was still the fourth version of that show. There was... Uh, HLN shows, a barbecue challenge. Those like Mike Davis were competing in those TV shows. But Pitmasters stuck because it was semi-familiar with other reality shows that were out there. And that's what set the hook. And then after that season, it started to get a little weird. They brought in that kook. Kevin Roberts, the food dude or the food guy or dude douche or whatever his nickname was. That turned a lot of people off. He was on the Today Show talking about uh, parboiling ribs and all that stuff. And people were up in arms. That was like the biggest topic on this show for three weeks straight. The host of Pitmasters had to parboil ribs. Uh. And I had him on and he backed off. And it was a bizarre exchange. I think his name was Dude Douche. Can anybody else qualify that? Was it Dude Douche? <laughs> anyway, back in 2011, John Marcus was a guest on this show. He is a Barbecue Hall of Fame semifinalist, by the way, here in 2020. We talked all about it. And would you be surprised, as Kinger alluded to, that you need advertisers in order to make such projects come to life? 
We also talked about the best way to get picked as a competitor to be on these shows because everybody in the competition scene at that point in time wanted to be on the show. And, man, when they were not on the show, holy moly. How could the, uh, how could I not get picked? I'm the best. People were putting up YouTube gimmicked up videos. I remember Whiskey Bent Barbecue did one that was like insane. <laughs> it's not as insane as the bear story of the World Food Championships, which I'm getting animated, by the way. I'm getting that whole bit animated. I'm in a stream of consciousness right now. I'm going from topic to topic. I can't get through the promo for best of. But I'm getting the bear bit animated by some guy here locally in Cleveland. Hopefully to reveal to you next Tuesday, it'll be the best one minute and 35 seconds. That continues to be one of, if, if maybe my favorite bit of all time when Chad Ward was on this show recounting the fact that he had found a bear trapper on Craigslist, had a bear on lockdown. They were going to cook the bear running style on Brad Orison's pit at the World Food Championships to get the loin off of it. But lo and behold, the trapper turned out to be a fake. No way. 800-pound bear cooking running style. Instead, they made chicken fajitas, flank steak, whatever the hell they made. Best story ever. We're animating it. It's going to be great. By the way, let me tell you this. When you hire an animator, uh, A, it is way more expensive than you probably think. Notwithstanding that, you got to watch. The first draft of me was scary. I don't want to be I'm vain. (laughs) But the guy nailed Chad, and I looked really bad. And I said, hey, Dave, between me and you, I'm paying you for this. Take liberties at prettying me up at every turn for that amount of money. It's okay. Nobody's really expecting it to look like me. And oh, by the way, who cares? I'm a cartoon. It wouldn't be the worst thing if I was a little more handsome as a cartoon than I am in person. I mean, we all know what I look like. We can all see this, right? But the cartoon was tragic. Anyway, little point of reference. Hopefully, I can release the animation to bring joy in one minute and 35 seconds. So make sure that you are into the podcast subscriptions here for this show so you can listen to the John Marcus interview. Oh, by the way, if you want to be picked for the shows... You need to be able to cook well, but you need to have an engaging personality and be authentic. The -the over-the-top bags, they saw that right up front. They're like, whoa, these guys are fake. Wow, I could go on and on. Great. Tune in for episode 125 this coming Friday. It will be ready to go for you first thing in the morning to get you started for your weekend. I still haven't gotten to the banana peel take yet. Boy, do I really want to do that. Really bad. Let me talk to you quickly about Green Mountain Grills before we get to Noah Glanville. They have two different options for you to choose from at this point. They have the Choice line, which was the original version. They also have the Prime line, which is the more amped up version. 
sturdier chassis, some tech, all the fun stuff, two internal meat probes, things of this nature, things that you want, things that you need and demand as a tech-savvy buyer. If you're not familiar with the differences, go to the website, check them all out, GreenMountainGrills.com. While you're there, they have pellets that you can buy. They have rubs and sauces that you can buy. Plenty of accessories that you can buy. All the fun stuff. Come on. Green Mountain Grills has been a longtime sponsor of this show. I actually have a prime grill in the garage. But I don't want to put it together because we might be moving. And I don't want to put a grill together that's in a box that is going to be much easier to move than if I put it together. And now i got 10 grills to take over to the new But We might not move. Anyway, GreenMountainGrills.com is the place to go. You can check them out. If you have any questions, find a dealer, ask them. They're there to educate. GreenMountainGrills.com, and we are back with one Noah Glanville from Pit Barrel Cooker. Stick around. We'll be right back. Monthly visits from a killer hog, a cooking guy, a man named Meathead, the author of Barbecue Bible, a grill girl, a bristly barbecue journalist, and the male feasance of the barbecue world known as the Embedded Correspondence. Only found right here on the Barbecue Central Show. And right on cue, this portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet Currently available in two sizes with a host of accessories like that cute pit barrel coffee mug, my favorite. Whether you're a beginner or professional, definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal. Visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them that the Barbecue Central Show sent you. My guest in the second hour, the co-founder of the Pit Barrel Cookers, and the Pit Barrel is continuing to enjoy success on many levels, and tonight... We'll learn even more about the business, the cooker, and we will also potentially, dare I say, get an exclusive look in the second segment at the Pit Barrel Cooker Lifestyle Room. So without any further ado, we race to the hotline and welcome back friend of the show, Noah Glanville. Hey, Noah. Hey, buddy. Good to see you. Good to see you as well. Appreciate you making time. I know I have uh, kept you well past normal operating hours there in the HQ in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, obviously, we're getting a quick glance over your shoulder at what appears to be some neato bar, uh, and, and we'll get to that here in a second. Is that are we in the lifestyle room right now as a tease? We are. All right. We we, we definitely are. It's a pretty cool place. Look forward to showing it off. All right. We're uh, anxiously awaiting that. We have some other items to get to first. Look, no, in a lot of respects around the country, things are tough. Business, personal, everything. However. I think many of us in the live fire industry right now might be having a better than average year because folks are home cooking, or at least most people are trying to adhere to whatever their particular rule is in state or county or what have you. And the benefit is people are watching cooking videos. People are buying more grills. uh, People are buying charcoal. People are buying a lot of industry-related items. How is that affecting Pit Barrel Cooker right now specifically? Um. I would definitely say I, I think people are buying a lot of everything. Um, you know, obviously, it, it, unfortunate times for for many. Uh, I, we're, we're staying positive. We're super busy, 
and it that that's a good thing. Staying busy is a good thing. The um, you know I I think that one of the I, I think silver linings and and really neat things that we've always been a part of is is bringing people together. And the experience of cooking on the pit barrel is so unique and different. So so many more people are at home and. And it is bringing families together in a different way versus just going out on the grill and 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 cooking something up or or not really um, having it be an involved process. And just like anyone that that cooks on the pit barrel for the first time, it's so different. The food's so much better than anything else that that that, that you can get, and um, and it's just fun to see. So seeing people and hearing so many more people than than normal. Uh, experience that, especially during during times that a lot of people are at home, is really neat. And you know that 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 has uh, for us been a good thing. We have inventory. We um, you know I, d- I didn't want to didn't want to deal with inventory issues last year, and so we brought in a lot of inventory. That turned out to be a good thing. We're fortunate. We're one of the the, the, the very fortunate uh, businesses that. That has done well. I think you know charcoal cooking at home, outdoor improvements, things like that. It's it's uh, it's it's obviously through the roof, and and um, it, it has been a, been a good thing for for a lot of people. That um, I, I think people will look back on this and say 2020 was was a year nobody will forget. But sure. it's made people slow down, and it's made people spend time with their family. And I. I with our business, we have always had our boys along the way, worked so close with my wife. I know she was on the last time. She's probably a, a lot more interesting, but, yeah. um, but it's of course, but you know, I, I, and I say all the time, I mean, if, if you don't like your kids, look in the mirror and we, we have our boys from this lifestyle room, um, you know, going and picking out the live edge slabs, teaching them how to weld, uh, you know, things that they'll remember for the rest of their life. And they've always seen trucks coming in. They can drive a forklift really well in their seven and eight. Um, you know, but it, it's an adventure every day. Love having them around. And it's just, there, there's some, some neat things. If you just take a step back for a second and, and pause and think about, there are some things that, that your kids will be, um, have, have richer values and they hear conversations. I mean, my boys can negotiate better than most adults. And they hear so many phone conversations and, you know, watch very little TV. We work and we play hard and we spend time with family. So um, we work really hard. And, you know, I've never been, especially so some of the good things, I've never been so motivated and focused on our business or, or really anything in my life. And, you know, as you mentioned earlier, we were going to celebrate uh, – during MBBQA, uh, our 10 year anniversary, and that kind of coincide with, with, with that time. And so we're really excited to, to invite people to what the, what I believe is the pit barrel lifestyle. Um, it's this, I think this room just kind of jumping a little bit ahead here. You can reel me back in if you need to, um, you know me well enough, but you know, it's, it's something that is, it's all about the details and the finishes. And I think that the pit barrel, it's simple, all walks of life. When you walk in here and the people that have absolutely love it and they're just shocked and they're looking around just absolutely blown away that um, the, the finishes and I think the pit barrel, it lends to that as well. That it's you, any walk of life would 
would appreciate the pit barrel. So um, anyway, don't, don't want to jump too far ahead here. You, you know how I can start start rambling. But um, yeah, we're we've been fortunate through these times. Has there been any one or two items uh, specifically during this time that have been hurdles that you've had to clear, or have you been able to navigate the uh, navigate this pretty uh, not easily but uh, fairly unscathed? Um, I think all the shipping carriers are are absolutely overwhelmed. Um, the reality is there is not a whole lot to look forward to. I think for many people. And having something delivered from hitting the, the buy button to having something delivered to your, to your home, opening it up, whatever it is, I think that's, that's, that's something to look forward to. I think there's extra, um, there's in- income. You're not going out to the bars and the restaurants and things that, that, yeah. that really take away from, from the budget. So, you know, online is, is any, any industry is, is going crazy if you can, you can ship it direct to the consumer. Um, so yeah, I think, I, I, I think people are pretty busy with, um, online and it, you know, the e-commerce and the numbers that, that, that we're seeing on e-commerce we'll probably never see again mm-hmm. in our, in our lifetime. Um, so it, it's, and, and you can't, but you know, there's, there's such, such great numbers, but you can't, you can't, you can't put a lot to behind, you know, behind those numbers because, you know, whether they're good or they're bad, it's just different and makes it very difficult to forecast and, and, and figure out what you need. But I've always gone on my gut and I've tried doing some different things, um, listening to different people talking about numbers. And the the reality is going with my gut feeling has been better for our business. And, you know, we're, we're growing tremendously and it's neat to just have a simple product that works so well and and makes a lot of people really happy and just to see that the outcome is really cool. No Glanville joining me here on the show, pitbarrelcooker.com is website. I'm going to circle back to some of those numbers uh, as we delve into some business questions here, if I'm allowed to ask you some of those. But let me start off with this question and an odd product question, perhaps, as the co-founder of the Pit Barrel Cooker, what's the biggest misconception of the Pit Barrel Cooker as you see it? That's a good question. Um, I would it's it's and it's interesting because I, I think at first at first pass, uh, people that are very knowledgeable in the industry and 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 have cooked for a long time uh, will maybe before they really get get a chance to use the product will will tell people and it's just it's funny it just it, it always uh um hits me hits me in in, in, a, in a different way and that's people say it's, it's a great cooker for a, a beginning smoker uh or you know if you're if you're new to smoking it, it, it's a good cooker and you know the reality is, and I say it, it will blow away cookers and smokers all day long that are thousands of dollars. It just that's a fact. Anyone that has this thing, they they have cookers that are whether you plug them in ceramic doesn't matter. They're like we we use ours to keep our charcoal dry now, and um, you know we we did that's one. I think you know another one is people. You know we went pretty heavy, and I'll just be really honest. We we. Um, we knew we had a phenomenal product that was so different. And if it was just, if more people knew about it, you wouldn't buy another outdoor cooking device, period. And so we thought, let's, let's team up with Kingsford. Let's, they have good horsepower and, and we'll really push it. Yep. So 
we recommended Kingsford and um, shot a lot of videos with it. And I think that was um, a lot of people felt, well, Kingsford's the charcoal that you have to use. And I, I only use lump charcoal now. And, and so uh, I, if I have to use briquettes, I will, but lump is absolutely amazing in it. And if you just get the hang of it, it's, it's great, but you can use any fuel source in it. So people think that, well, I have to use a certain charcoal or probably the top is, is a thermometer. Well, where's the thermometer? You know, we're, we're cooking under, under real fire and hot coals. Let's, you know, you, you can go by feel, but with a pit barrel and that's, what's so different. Um, you know, just set the vent setting on the bottom one time for your elevation, no vents to adjust on top, hang the meat, close the lid, walk away. And it's some of the best food you'll ever have. And probably lastly is where do you add the charcoal? So people have just been trained that, well, clearly I'm going to have to add charcoal, right? You don't, you don't with a pit barrel. So I think some people foreclose on, on the product before they really know it, mm. but the ones that do get it, it's, it's lights out. Um, they're, they're, they're believers. They get it. And it's, it's for $349 for the pit barrel or, or two forty nine uh, shipped to your door. There's nothing, nothing will come close. And you got a number of fans here in the instant chat that are talking about how much they love their pit barrel. Smoking Joe's pit barbecue loves his. Steve Luloff's, uh, R. Russell, uh, Ryan Cooper, just to name a few as I'm uh, quickly scanning the chat here. So uh, the pit barrel nation is certainly alive and well here on the instant chat as well. Uh, let's circle back for a second to the where 2020 is in, in the world of business. Given where we are right now in the country, in the world, if you're having success as a business or if you're having not success as a business, how does one plan for 2021? Or perhaps in other words, is 2020 essentially a throwaway year and you can't use what's happening now as any type of planning measure for predictors into later 2020 or 2021, like you would be in a normal business environment? I, I think it really depends on what industry you're in and what product you're selling. If, if you're a hardware store and you're selling, uh, you know, bleach and hand wipes and, and hand sanitizers and, and just, to, and, you know, from and furnace filters and just different things like that. Yeah. My answer would be it, it, it's a throwaway year. Um, where I think we're so fortunate is that the pit barrel is so contagious in a good way. And, um, you know, one sells another one and so on. And our best, uh, the best salespeople are our customers that we value so much. And, and I think, I think that's something with our brand, our, our customers truly know that there's a connection there and we're not just another product in the big box retailer that, you know, it, it's in one year and it's out another, or we're going to change everything up the following year. We stay consistent. So, you know, the, we know that, additional accessories will sell. And we know that um, with one new customer, it multiplies. So I think that, you know, for us on, on, on one hand, we'll never have the opportunity again for that e-commerce opportunity and, and so many people to market to and, and try to spread the word to. But organically, we, we will have a we should have a bigger 2021 from from a business perspective um, if, if that if that answers your question yeah 
So let's take a look back. Uh, you and Amber start Pit Barrel Cooker. You grow it. You build a customer base, the loyalty. Move from Colorado to Kentucky. So what was the play there? I mean, Colorado from a high level seems to be a much sexier place in regards to areas of the country. What's the intrigue with Kentucky specifically? You know, I, I, we thought for a while we would make Colorado our our long term home. We, we it is it's a gorgeous city. Um, you know, the, the air is good. You can be up to into the Rockies in no time. Uh, you know, a lot of really good friends there, and 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 you know, we just felt that we just needed a change. And I mean, I, I we've moved so many times, and we sold our home not too long ago. Uh, want more land? You know, I, I mean, I. I Life is a journey, and and just never never been comfortable staying in one spot for very long, and want to experience as much as we can. Um, I think you know within a couple months, a couple people that I highly respected their opinion said, "Gosh, if I could go anywhere, I'd go to Louisville." And they knew we were looking for a change. Flew out here, checked it out. Um, you know, the, the the leaves in the fall are absolutely spectacular. Uh, the Derby is such a cool time. Thunder over Louisville, uh, the bourbon scene, and I will admit, I was I started drinking bourbon after it was cool, but uh, but I do <laughs> like it, and um, and just we live in an area. I, I always say I say the line all the time. It's it's like a little sophisticated Mayberry or you know Southern hospitality with some sense. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's a neat it's a neat place where we are. And honestly, we thought you know from a shipping perspective. Purchasing our own facility, pulling all third-party logistics in, we've we've had, um, quite frankly, just an absolutely horrible experience. With we've had some good experiences with third-party, and we've had a lot of horrible experiences with third-party. Um, one in particular, but it um, it, it were to have have the control and be in an area geographically that you can hit, you know, sixty-five percent of the U.S. population in two days or less shipping ground um and we uh yeah i I, th- I think there's it makes a lot of sense and and like i was saying before we kind of thought this is going to be a great place to kind of get get a footing and um, a foundation for raising our boys putting them into preschool their first experience with school in, in an area like this and and it's you know it's it's a little bit of a bubble um but it's neat to see them grow up here. And before you know it, we've made so many friends. And, um, yeah, I, I think we could we could definitely be here for a while. So you you sold your house, but you're not really going to move. We sold our house. <laughs> we moved to a – we are living in a 950-square-foot condo. <laughs> a, a, good, a good friend owns it. And he said, there's no way you guys aren't going to fit in there. There's, and I, I looked at and I said, you know what? Another experience. This will be good for our yeah. family. Well, we're living tight and, whether you and, like and, it or and, not, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And Amber, Amber bought in. She said, yeah, I, I think so. And But, you know, I mean, I, I always say things happen for a reason. And it, it's, it's put us in a really good spot to wait for the right thing to come along. And, you know, we're, we're hunters. Um if it runs, swims, or fly, we'll kill it. We will eat it. But um, you know, our, it, we're we're all about living and and um, and and having those experiences with the boys. So, getting some land to where we can 
we can go after the turkeys and the deer and um, and just the boys having a, a, a rich childhood is is important to us. I mean, so you guys are really all in on Louisville. You have that building that you've been really you took it from wherever you are in the city and uh, rehabbed it and, and made it your own. You've added this uh, lifestyle room. You're employing some of the uh, neighborhood folks out there. You're even making your own uh, rubs there locally in Louisville. I mean, you could have easily went to, you know, the the big name over there in Kansas City that handles a lion's share of rub making for any number of folks out there in the country right now. Uh, when you move there, did you also decide that not only are we going to do business here, but we are going to employ and, and we're going to spend our dollars here. We're not just going to shoot it all across the country. As much as we can keep local here to Louisville, this is what we want to do. Yeah. yeah, Great point. I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, our, our, our plan, um, we've got a, we've got an awesome team, love our team. And the, the folks that, that, that work here, we are in what, what they call the, you know, they consider the West end, and um, I love it where we're at. It's it, it's a, it's a cool area of town. Um, you know the opportunity, and and it's it's given us the ability to. You know, one of our goals is to is to create uh, you know a, a bourbon and barbecue. There's no reason that you've got Nashville and and Austin and and um, and you know big cities that are that you know blew up were small and and grew really quick. And are known now for barbecue, and Louisville's just not. There, there's some some good barbecue places, but um, th- that's something that we would like to take on, and then also do that in a um, and have that really spark in a in an area of town that that's that's a bit at a disadvantage, and um, and I and I think it's it's definitely welcomed with this lifestyle room. You know, I, I was holding off. It took a while to really get, figure out what do we want to do. Do we want to go all out? And, and and it just came to me. And I said, I need to create what if we had a tavern, you know, PBC Tavern Bar and Grill, what that theme would look like. And we've had it in mind for a long time. Um, and we went all out and we did it. And it's we're going to look forward to hosting different veteran events here. And... Um, corporate and you know sharing and and you know what what the pit barrel lifestyle really is and instead of you know they're not barbecue classes that is not not what what we're about it's it's lifestyle it's showing how to entertain making friends with with people that share that common interest but in on in, in a next level way and we said we talked about next level earlier but but everything i've always said from the beginning 10 years ago, take it to the next level. Um, that's what we do. And that's the experience that, that we can, uh, we can offer. And it, it's, it's really cool. I, I we're, we're going to have a lot of fun. Um, and, and welcoming the customers and the fans and the retailers and the folks that, you know, where there's good business. Um, it's, it, it's a neat, it's a really neat deal and can't, can't wait to have you. Um, Come check it out. Yeah, I can't wait to get down there. We're talking with Noah Glanville, co-founder of Pit Barrel Cooker. Uh, can we do a piece of business here, Noah, and then we'll come back on the other side, answer a couple more business questions, and then maybe get a look at that lifestyle room? You bet. All right, stand by. We're talking with <clears throat> Noah Glanville here. So uh, stick around. Get your exclusive look at the lifestyle room. 
at Pit Barrel Cooker HQ there in downtown Louisville. Quickly, let me talk to you about the folks over at the Barbecue Guru, longest-running sponsor of the show. Always believing that outdoor cooking should be easy and fun because they have a number of different choices for you to choose from. As far as pit temperature control devices are concerned, they're ousting the party queue, they're ousting CyberQ Cloud and replacing with DynaQ with the party queue and UltraQ with the CyberQ. So depending on what your level of tech is or what your level of need is. If you want something that's a little bit more of a a pit cruise control, then the DynaQ is going to be a little bit more up your alley. If you want something with that extra level of tech, then the uh, UltraQ is going to be the one that you're going to want to check a look at. If they're not shipping yet, they're going to be shipping very shortly. So head on over to the website, bbqguru.com. That's bbqguru.com. And you can check out all of the different pit temperature control devices that they have. If you have any questions, don't guess. Give them a call. Ask them all your questions. They'll make sure they get you them all answered. 800-288-GURU. That's 800-288-GURU. If you're in the market for grills, they also have a ceramic version, the monolith. And they also have that cabinet shotgun smoker that they build as well. So offering a bunch of different products. If you have a ceramic cooker... And you're looking to increase the rib capacity, because that's the biggest complaint about ceramic cookers. I can only get three racks of spare ribs on this. Get the rib ring. Very inexpensive. Doubles your rib capacity easily. You can sub out the last uh, or the sixth rack of St. Louis spare ribs and put a whole chicken in there if you want. It's up to you. BBQGuru.com or 800-288-GURU. We're back with more Noah Glanville from Pit Barrel Cooker. Stick around. We'll be right back. Celebrating over 10 years of prolific and unparalleled live fire barbecue and grilling talk. And yes, it's still being done from Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Smithfield. Through the grilling season, as recipes, tips, and tricks, you're getting them from world championship pitmasters like Chris Lilly, Darren Worth, Ernest Cervantes, and Charles Cridlin. With mouthwatering flavor and no artificial ingredients, Smithfield Fresh Pork, quite simply some of the finest pork money can buy. It is truly the trusted choice of World Championship Pitmasters for use at competitions and at home. Smithfield.com. And it's Noah Glanville joining me through the break here. Thanks for hanging with me there, Noah. So let's get back here to some other questions before we take an exclusive live look at the lifestyle room. In business, there's always opportunities, both real and perceived. There's perception that online retailing will only get you so far, and to continue to grow and expand, you will need to take it at some point into brick and mortar. From your experience, how does a business owner make that decision? And perhaps what are some of the pitfalls you need to watch out for as the supplier that would be going into a brick and mortar? I think that you you have to you have to put your time in and, and go in the trenches a little bit to just experience it. Um, I think your product needs to be ready, and you need to build in um, build in a margin and, and just be ready for the defectives and the returns and the program fees. And before you know it, you know it goes from six to eight to ten to twelve to 13, 14, 15%. And, and 
all of a sudden, I think that's the biggest surprise. You know, unless you are used to supplying uh, the big box retailers, you need to be ready for the squeeze. And that's something that, um, you know, our, going back to our core values and and every decision that, that, that I've ever made has always been what's best for the consumer, what's best for our customer. Well, what's best for our consumer and customer is is not the journey of getting squeezed and then ultimately what what is going to end up in their backyard as a result of being squeezed to death. Um, so, you know, during these times, it's also forced us to, and I think every business, if you're not looking at your P&L and you're not looking at, at your business through a different lens, um, I think people are going to be doing things much differently and, and, and what's really needed and required. Um, the, with, 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 for our journey, I think, I think that story, um, not sure how that story is going to end, uh, with, with, with retail, you know, we've definitely, um, we're, we're trying to go into a, a corporate brick and mortar chain. And, you know, my, I, I keep going back to what we're, what I want to support is people and and brick and mortars and the original mom and pops uh, that understand our product, believe in it, and sell it. Not expect it to just grow legs and walk out the door. So you know we don't need that. That's not what our customer needs, and we want to be able to stay really focused to to that. So you know so some of the challenges are the surprises that you get. You spend a lot of time um, and bandwidth reviewing. Invoices that are that either you're trying to figure out how did you ship it, and it's just there's a lot of gridlock, and so you really need to know how to deal with retail uh, to to go in there. I think you know, boy, it, it now is a time more than ever that the the retailers really need to be taking good care of their suppliers, especially suppliers that have inventory, um, and. You know, th 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 this is not the time to, to, to be playing games and squeezing them. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We, we, we would like very much to do good business. And this is a time that's allowed us to really take a look at it, bring on more of the good business, get rid of the bad business. And, and I think every, every industry and business has that. And, and you look at it and, and it's just this is a really good time if you're able to, whether this is cut you at the knees and things aren't good or things are really, really great. It's a time to evaluate your business and say, how am I going to, how am I going to come back stronger? And what am I going to do differently? Um, you might come back with something that's an essential item, um, that, 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 that might help. But, um, you know, I always said, if I put another business together, I think I've, I've made this about as difficult as, as I possibly can. Um, you know, and so learning some lessons, boy, you got to be on it with customer service and, and, you know, not have to worry about a location and people b being able to spend money with you 24 seven and you not have to actually um, take the credit card. So, you know, there's a lot of checks that I would want to put in place, but I think, I think everybody is going to come away from this stronger and more resilient um, than ever before. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for that to happen. I think, I think, I think the country is going to come back and um, so, and more people are going to have a pit barrel, so it's it's going to be a better place. Is it a misconception that you have to get into 
a brick and mortar in order to, to take it to a next level. And I guess a, a secondary question to that is when you get into that type of volume, the traditional business mindset is, well, the margins might squeeze down, but what we're not, you know, so if we were originally doing a 15 margin, maybe we're doing a, a six or seven margin going through stores, but because we're going to be selling so many more, we're making up uh, margin on volume, uh, not necessarily just being able to, to keep a better margin on sale. Yeah, I, I think that's what the big box buyers are going to tell you. Um, I don't believe it, you know, but but we've also wanted to grow responsibly. So could we push more volume out? You know, for our product, it's just different. I, I think with certain products, um, you know, that, that might be a different scenario. Our product, not a lot of people know about it in the grand scheme of things. Uh, the people that do will tell you that the, the most amazing outdoor cooking device on the planet. You said it best in the very beginning of the show, and it truly is. But there's a lot of people out there that still don't know. So, um, you know, we don't need to try to be everything to everybody. We want to be really good at what we do. And we can do that through e-commerce and the stores that want to carry it in their store, have it available, know that it's in their store, know what it is, um, demo on it when they can. That's who we're interested in doing business with and growing and, and, and getting great local market penetration in those stores. We can do that. But just bringing it in, warehousing it so someone can sell it on a third-party website – don't need it. Not interested. That's not best for the consumer, and we won't be a part of that. Noah Glanville joining me here on the show. PitBarrelCooker.com is the website. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, I think that pretty much does it for the business end of things here. So can we get a exclusive look at the Pit Barrel Cooker's lifestyle room? Is, is that possible? Do we have the technology? I, I, well, we'll see. I don't know that we have the technology, but we'll we'll see if we can flip this around here. So, going to, I still got you. Yeah, and, and I guess as you're kind of walking us around, Noah, um, why is this room important? You look at the, you know, I was lucky enough a year ago to to be in there and uh, see the very guts of this particular room and listen to your concept. And then see the rest of the corporate office, which was still being pieced together. So uh, seeing it now in a, in a much more finished version, um, why did you guys think that it's important to have this particular room? So the ability to do to do events, whether and just the lifestyle of of for the staff and a, a, just an unbelievable place. I mean, whether you call this a break room um, for training. Uh, like I said, corporate events, shooting all our video production here is is where we'll do this going forward. Maybe moving a little fast there, but um, Easton, he was seven shot. That's his first whitetail shot, oh, a much oh. bigger one than 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 I've ever <laughs> harvested. But uh, backstraps were amazing. Was actually just eating a summer sausage earlier today. Hmm. Delicious. Um, this is the bar, the main so, bar area. This is the bar area. Um, did uh, got a lot of great bourbons and want to basically create an environment to where people can come and experience Kentucky bourbon, partnering with some distilleries and um, and just having this this ultimate 
you know, pit barrel experience where you come out, you tour a distillery, we're cooking together um, for a couple days. You're meeting new people, having, you know, great food, great wine, bourbon, learning some different, different techniques, things that, you know, you don't see everywhere. Um, you know, wanted to kind of do a playoff of the chicken, cow and pig. And th- those are, those are pretty cool. Just a really comfortable area. It'll seat over a hundred people. Wow. And, um, you know, these live edge slabs, I was talking about that earlier. These, my boys and I, we picked these out, um, taught them how to weld on the bottom there on these stands. Everything's all out of pipe and just kind of a, a really neat, um, rich experience. And like I said, from any walk of life, you're, you're going to love it. The, the, the steampunk lighting on everything, the sound systems, absolutely amazing. It's probably 10 times the sound system that, that we really need here, but that, that's how we do it. Um, kind of a cool picture there and chicken fight chicken fight yeah um the outdoor area it's raining out there it's it's that's a cool area we'll have to we'll have to save that for for when you come down but we have a whole outdoor cooking area fire pit uh, where we can also shoot video the barn wood on here is from a 75 year old tobacco barn in mount sterling (laughs) uh kentucky so just really cool, like just the real deal, uh, rusted corrugated, and then just kind of a, a little different deal. Um, I, not many people have seen this. And again, the, the live edge slab, just very, um, just well done. And again, all about the finishes. The uh, did a really cool butcher block. This is something so as a heads up the the new device besides the extra large model is um wanted a cutting board that was a digital cami look that kind of reminds me of the military and what the military went to so we're going to start um selling these cutting boards and they'll be there we'll go all the way from butcher blocks to to some some of the smaller ones here the um Kind of a neat deal. So you you have designed this. We have the juice trough that goes around the side. It all drains to one center hole that all the scraps, the meat, uh, fat, and stuff like that. You can just shove that down there mm. and keep keep uh, the hero on the table. So as we're slicing up prime rib, tenderloin, turkey, um, handing this out for you know private events, things like that. And you know if we. If you know us and we know you and everybody likes each other, we can we we, we can do an event here. It's um, it's it, it's a really neat neat place and ha- has a lot of really cool capabilities that you'll have to you have to be here to to see and um, just again looking forward to to showing it off and and holding events and then our facility outside we could do heck we could have 150 teams. Um, here so it's you know there's a lot of a lot of opportunity for for competitions sca um you you name it whatever barbecue competition you want to do um you can do that i'll turn this around here is that something that you're going to actively solicit then will you be out to uh, promoters in your area or say hey if you're interested in putting something together we have a space that we can you know, uh, lease out to you or accommodate you with? Yeah. And I mean, I, I think everything, I mean, keeping it simple, 
you know, for us, we want to have fun and we want the people that, that come here to have fun and, you know, working, you know, we, we, everybody works hard. Most people do. And when you take your time off, you should, you should be able to go out and have a good time. So, you know, one of the things, whether it's SCA or just a competition where it's, you know, anything goes best, best meat or dessert, you know, who knows what it's, it's keeping it simple to where you're not stuck all day long cooking and, um, you know, chasing points and those kind of things. It's just, you know, our, we're very much pointed and focused on the everyday Joe um, or Jane that cooks in the backyard and, and wants to learn. And, you know, our content, I think, is phenomenal, what we put out and just engaging the customers. And, you know, it's, I think that we're, 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 and we're having a really good time doing it. And it, there's nothing better than absolutely loving your job. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's not work when you love it. And, you know, we're down here almost seven days a week. Um, our family is at least, and, and a lot of people put a lot of time in. So it's a fun place to be and building something like this, the, the, the employees and, and the, and the team members just, it's, it's really cool. And it's, and it's neat to see their reaction. And as we hold events and we always say, it's like, you hear people say, well, you work hard, play hard. We truly, this will allow us to play even harder and have more fun doing it. So we're, it, it, it's really cool. We've got a couple minutes left here, Noah, and I appreciate the time here this evening pulling uh, an extra segment. You teased, we've teased it very well here. You just let it slip as you were going around the, a uh, very palatial <laughs> cutting board, but a bigger pit sure. barrel cooker. Certainly, we've uh, mentioned it here as uh, could happen. Will it happen now? Get everything that's going on. What's what can you tell us about the bigger pit barrel uh, size, potential release, all that stuff? Sure. So we've got the what will be called the PBX, and you know we've got the PBC, the PBJ, and um, you know it's very similar to fifty-five gallon. It'll be a 499 price point delivered to your door, or you can buy it in a store that carries it. Um, you know, the, we remit sales tax in every state. So the, the, the playing field has been leveled, uh, for retailers. Um, you know, that, uh, that will be coming out. Uh, everything's, everything's been delayed a bit. Um, Mm. but that will be, that will definitely be coming out, uh, by the fourth quarter. Um, you know, we've got a couple new seasonings that that's going to be, uh, released, uh, you know, the, the steak seasoning, it is lights out. It's so different than anything else that's out there. And that's the only way we'll do anything is if it's next level. Um, and so this, it, I'm really excited to put that out. Uh, we're doing a, a Southern seasonings. I mean, it's been 10 years and we've had two rubs and again, going back to, don't want to be everything. Want to be really good at what we do, and the all-purpose of beef a game, I think, are phenomenal. The Southern Rub, it's a lot of fun. Little little bit of kick to it, and you'd be surprised how many things that, that you can put it on, and it's really good. Um, gosh, what else? Um, we've got a couple accessories. We are going to be coming out with some wheels. I heard Robin talking about that. Couldn't agree with her more. It was good to see her. Um, need to get down and and uh, visit amber talks more with her than than i do but um but the wheels you know having having something solid and so we will have an accessory that <laughs> that does that um stainless steel model is is in the future 
and that's going to be um, that's going to be cool. That's going to be different, something totally different. And then um, you know, Barrelhouse Cooker, Barrelhouse Cooker joined the family. There'll be some variations of that, and that's probably something that we will build in what I call be big box, big box proof. So um, that's probably where where that will live. So I, I beat you to the next question. I just had a feeling you might be asking me about that. No, I was gonna let it ride out here, and and maybe next time we circled back when we had more time, we could address that. But um, uh, you know, you're, you're kind of blowing the load out here on a lot of stuff that I'm sure people are going to be talking about here after the show ends here this evening. So uh, a lot of people in the chat, very excited about the bigger pit barrel. So uh, we'll look for a potential fourth quarter release, but if things draw near, uh, we'll certainly firm up on that. Uh, maybe have you back on so we can talk a little bit more specific about that. And uh, yeah, it's been a, a great visit. Great way to catch up. Love seeing the lifestyle room and certainly appreciate you giving us the exclusive there. And uh, we wish you nothing but continued success, and, and I hope everybody stays safe and everybody in the company is doing that as well. Well, thanks, buddy. Likewise, good to see you. Thanks for having me. All right, you got it. There he is, Noah Glanville, right there from Pit Barrel Cooker, and we are ready to go. How about that? All the way back in the first hour, we talked with Stephen Reichlin, BarbecueBible.com. We also talked with Robin Lindars from GrillGirl.com. She's a fan of the Master Built, a growing fan base. I'm not trying to dump all over it. I'm just trying to be the other voice of devil's advocate or reason or whatever. I guess I also figured out how come I didn't get picked up on that video stuff because they said, we'll send you the video stuff. I was like, hey, if I'm in charge of doing the video, I don't want any part of that. That's not me. I'm the talent. Second hour, Pit Barrel Cookers, Noah Glanville, the very own. My pal, Noah Glanville, first co-owner of Pit Barrel Cookers second. PBX coming out in the fourth quarter. Stay tuned on that. I believe you said that there in the future would be a stainless steel pit barrel cooker. Wow. A lot of different accessories. New steak rub that might change the very face of the market. I'm always down for a good steak rub, or at least trying. Big show planned for you next week. As I had mentioned, Ted Reader is in. The finals of American Idol Barbecue Central Show Edition will take place as well. Embedded correspondents are in. It's going to be a gas. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, hold on. September 11th, 2001. I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is your program host and proud U.S. American saying, Good night now.